Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast, a space to talk about all things life, fertility, parenthood, and everything in between. My name is Elizabeth. I am an international fertility coach, ICF certified life coach, birth and bereavement doula, and new parent educator. Join us as we support the tribe throughout their journey from conception to bringing your new baby home and everything along the way. See you in the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Little Tribe. Thanks for joining me today. I am so honored and excited to have Tess Casso on here, who I feel like is a personal friend at this point. We've been connected for, I don't know, Tess, how long now? A year and a half or two, maybe? Right, at least. <laughs> yeah. And we met online, and she, I'll just start by telling you about her bio. Back in 2019, TessCosoStart.com started the initial launch of Very Ferris, a child story about in vitro fertilization. Then in 2020, the launch of the second book of the children's series, I'm Very Ferris, takes a bubble bath. In 2021, she was named the first Indianapolis Women of Impact winner with the American Heart Association and Go Red for Women, which is amazing. And the podcast Titling Tess was also created bringing respect and attention to all things focused on women. And this year, the launch of Tess Cazo Fertility Life Coaching will be one of her top priorities as she gets into all the excitement and experience of what she went through as well as through her own fertility and now as a coach as well. So thanks for being here, Tess. Thank you, Elizabeth. Happy to be here. Um, gosh, where do we even start? I, I'll let you start where you want to kind of guide this conversation because I feel like I'm all over the place. I want to talk to you about all the things. So you jump in of what's top of mind for you right now. I am really excited to be taking all the knowledge and information that I have gained from learning and knowing you over the last, like you said, couple of years and kind of molding it into my own ability to impact the fertility coaching world um, with my own expertise of my personal knowledge in, in heart health awareness and seeing people's reactions when I say that, because they're like, oh, I never heard of anyone that does fertility coaching with, um, you know, talking about heart disease. Are you, are you a doctor? Are you a nurse? Do you have this and that? And it's like, no, actually I'm a survivor of sudden cardiac arrest and all this just fell into my lap and I am taking it to a positive direction. And to see their response is like, wow, wow. Yeah. It's, it is incredible and amazing. And I know because you lived it, it's probably like, doesn't seem as incredible and, am and amazing as somebody who's hearing about it. But can you tell us a little bit about that experience? First of all, kind of as a timeline. So a little bit about your journey and, and how it's journey of life, really not necessarily fertility um, or the heart situation, but just your and how those two things fell into your path, I guess. Sure. Um, so living what I thought was always a normal, healthy, happy life, which continues to be that to the best of my knowledge um, and was diagnosed with infertility and 
learned my way through that with my husband and going through IVF firsthand in our family all together and, and learning about what that meant. And even to this day, kind of looking back and thinking there was so much I didn't know how I wish I would have been the coach to myself back going through it. Um, how old were you then Tess? Um, I was, so I was in, I was 34 going through that. Okay. Um, Cause yeah, I delivered my son at 35. So, um, but again, from the years before trying and, you know, sex ed class and no one ever talked about anything. They just, you have sex, you have a baby. And that's, what's always been implanted in my Catholic brain. So um, <laughs> there was nothing else that would be different. Right. And yeah. um, then quickly learning how there's so many different ways to have a family and and it is not that easy. No, it is having not. sex it, and having a baby. Exactly. My <laughs> my sex ed talks with my son will be monitored and crafted very differently than mine <laughs> ever received. But yeah, and so going through IVF in 2017 and um one embryo left and one embryo stuck. That is now my four-year-old son Ferris delivered him in April of 2018. Um, and I was at the time I was working for CBS news and it was just not where my heart and soul were at the time anymore. Um, I wanted to do something different. And it was one of those moments where I said, I am going to do something different and I'm going to figure it out as we go, but I'm going to jump in wholeheartedly do this with a 16 week old baby. And I've always had a writing background, a really good writing background, whether it was writing contracts or um, proposals. And I was like, what can I create that the world needs that will be different and respected? And I'll be very passionate about, and it was a children's picture book series. And which I is it. adorable. And I love so much. You, Thank you can't probably can't see, but it's behind me on my bookshelf that <laughs> I love to show people all the time because it is unique and different. There really isn't anything else like that, like it out there. Yeah, I, I, I've noticed since I've published it, celebrities mainly, but I, you know, people coming forward with ideas and whatnot, but I just wanted to be different and do it my way. And I was actually just posting before this, getting on this call, you know, the fact that my second book, I am, um, you know, anybody, after you go through something, you learn from mistakes you may have made, or you want to make things differently to your product. If you're an entrepreneur and you have an, an actual tangible object, and I decided to take the second one and be more inclusive. And I was just posting, you know, happy national pride month and showing pictures in my book. I do have same sex couples. And, um, you know, again, it's a, it's a children's picture book series, but it's very open to people in any walk of life, um, for, for their fertility journey. Um, and I did that in 2018 and 2019, 2020. Um, and um, life had some unique twists and turns as I go along. And um, I was diagnosed in late 2020 with um, uh, cardiomyopathy and I uh, suffered sudden cardiac arrest out of nowhere and um, survived both of them. So you um, were diagnosed before or after it happened? All right. I uh, went into the cardiac arrest. And when I came out, I was given the diagnosis. Okay. Um, all within the same, all within four days of, of this happening, um, October 10th through yeah, October 14th. So 2020. Um, and I decided that 
this was something I, once again, no one in my family has ever gone through and no one talks about. Um, I mean, heart disease is the number one killer of women. And I mean, there's nothing I would never take away from the importance of breast exams and getting a, you know, a pap smear. Um, but I just wonder why when we go in for appointments, no one ever says, and now we're going to check your heart because it's actually with all forms of cancer combined, this is still the number one killer of women. Wow. Wow. I've decided that is scary that why don't like, what do you have in all your research and now being such a big part of this community? Do you know, like what, why not? It's something that I must admit that I'm learning now, um, a year after my attack, um, that women are, especially survivor surviving women. We're, we're working to change that. It's something we're working to change um, uh, without getting too political or detailed. I mean, there's, there's always issues and concerns with um, insurance and pharmaceuticals and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. However, um, if you walk into any kind of Western medicine appointment, you might see on the uh, table next to, you know, like $49 heart scans once you've hit, you know, 45 or whatnot. And no one's talking about getting your heart scanned. Maybe when you're five, maybe when you're a teenager out on the soccer field, or when you're about to totally. get and you're a woman in labor, um, or you're a 37 year old healthy person, like I was. So, yeah, so I'm looking scary. to change that. And, and then I, um, you know, at the same time while recovering from that, which, um, you know, I think is always going to be a lifelong battle, but I use it as a positive way to reach others. Um, the opportunity to work with you came to me and I thought, well, um, this might be a really unique way to dive into something still not quite sure what it will be, but I'm going to see about it. And the fertility coaching idea is, is again, it's, um, so I think it's a fresh and new, um, career still, it's not really something that's been around very long. So right, the opportunity right. to kind of jump in and, and learn and get certified, which is very important mm -hmm. to me that you offered a certificate, um, and then craft it into a way that I can separate myself, um, for individuals that either, um, one that doesn't maybe matter to them, but it's a cool thing that I offer it or two, they are actually looking for someone to talk about this because maybe congenital heart disease runs in their family, or they had a child that was born with it and they're concerned about their, you know, a, a secondary child having it or whatnot. Um, and so I just feel that, um, it's a way that I can change the world again. Like I thought with I'm very Ferris books in my own personal way. In my own yeah. Business. Well, again, I'll just state this bluntly that Tess, as you can tell, is a powerhouse, right? Starting from a 16 week old baby, week old baby on her hip to start writing a series of books yeah. and then going on to dealing with a heart situation, et cetera, and then doing a fertility coach certification to go on to help other people through their journey. I mean, she really does not stop and she's amazing. So if any of you are dealing with either of those issues and or if it's kind of like she said, maybe you're two degrees of separation from something like that that's happening. But 
reach out to her. You can find her on Instagram and her website and I'll list all those things. But really, really, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, Tess is amazing and she has so many resources available to to you, to offer to you, um, not only as a coach, but from her experience and as you can tell her experience in many different ways. Um, so, and as you mentioned too, Tess, this is, we we are kind of at the ground level of this kind of whole experience as fertility coaches and what that means to people. My big goal is that every clinic, every OB, every MFM in not only our country, but countries overseas as well, understand the value of the emotional support and the having somebody walk alongside them through the journey of fertility. And I do believe we'll get there at some point, but, and it is ramping up pretty quickly as far as this awareness that people know that it's a need. So anyway, I just want to give that plug for Tess, if anybody is going through this and or has already gone through it and is looking for books to to read to their children to help them to understand the process and and whatnot and to know that they're not alone, right, as a child of this experience is really a beautiful way to do that. Yeah, I I laugh because I, I posted, I'm learning to get more, you know, it's funny being someone that worked in media and then, um, you know, you dive in as an entrepreneur, I'm still as, have a little bit of, you know, self-awareness when I do social media things. And so I'm learning, you know, to just get out there because people, um, you know, they, they find connection when you're real and you show your true colors. And I posted something yesterday, which was, it just came out of nowhere. My son has, you know, your typical Melissa and Doug toys and things like that, the doctor kits and the veterinary kits and stuff. And we have a Maltese dog who of course loves everything of Ferris's toys to chew. And mm-hmm. when Ferris came and ran in my office, he had, um, you know, a shot toy and his, his joke to me, which he didn't even know what I think really how implemental he was when he said it but he's like mom Gatsby just chewed the shot toy you know the shot that you put in your belly now most people would say shot would be like something in your arm but again knowing so much that we have talked with him by IVF and how we talk about how he came to be and he reads um our books you know as well as many other books but we have been reading them to him it was since he was little to tell him where he's come from the fact that he knows you know we get the shots in our bellies that's that's so funny yes and so true like again how this the awareness is shifting for these little ones coming forward which is amazing because you know when they unfortunately if it passes their journey in their life, they won't feel so jaded about, oh my gosh, what do I do now? Right. It's something that they've heard of before. They know that somebody's gone through it and all of those things. And that's the biggest thing that I will have always wanted with what I've created. It was I I looked at my son and then I took if I'm feeling this way for him, there has to be at least one more person feeling that way for their child. But my goal was that he will never feel so confused and so alone in the process of when you're dealt with um, a diagnosis of infertility, or perhaps my son chooses to be single by choice and have a baby. Or if my son chooses to be, you know, have be in a homosexual relationship and have a partner and have a baby, I would never want him to be confused on the options he has to start a family or maybe help yeah. someone else with a family by being a sperm donor. My, this stuff wasn't talked about when yeah. I was growing up and it almost still isn't talked about now with yeah. the generation of my parents. And it's like, 
I need to be very open with my son on these topics because this is, this is real life. And I want him to know all the options. And, and if I can do this book to help that conversation go into other conversations, then I've created the product I was out to do. Yes. And I get so excited. Like I got goosebumps just hearing you say all these options because it really, it always amazes me every day in talking to clients or other people or this conversation of how lucky we are that we actually have all these options now. And it really blows my mind of the technology that's there and what we can do and what's coming and all of those things. And I think the next conversation that will start to come is how do we get this more to the masses, right? And I think a lot of what the advocacy and people are doing in that regard, regarding insurance companies and coverage and all of that is, again, it's getting out there and it will shift and it will change. And it's so amazing that it really shouldn't be that just one type of couple can can get this access to having a baby in this way and there are so many options so again if you're listening to this and you feel like yes but this or but that um or if it's a financial thing there are so many resources there's grants there's major discounts there's other companies that actually say they're guarantee it for you i mean i always you know take that with a grain of salt of what their situation is on the back end of course but there are so many options and having a fertility coach like Tess can help you to get to those options faster and saving money because she knows the route to help you get there a lot faster. And one of the things I always like to say too, is that, you know, in conversation with people, if there gets to a point where I'm not the right person for them and I don't have all the answers um, I am someone that will never leave you alone or never leave you out to go find your route. I feel that I've done um, a very good job in continuing to build my invisible Rolodex of people that I know and trust and, and resources and connections that I would say, okay, um, I do not feel like I'm the best person in this situation to help you, but I know Elizabeth is someone that you could talk to, and this is her information. And I feel hundred percent confident in sending you to her to help you. Um, and I think that's, you know, that whole empowered women, empower women, and those that do the same thing, you know, we're not in competition with one another. We're, we're there to help each other. And it's not, um, this is again, an industry that's very, very, um, it's very personal. It's very, um, deep, you're going to get, you get into conversations you never thought you would get into. And um, if you're not there trying to help someone in their best interest and also being very aware of yourself, if you are the right person to be with them or you're not the right person to help them, um, then I think it's, you know, if you're not in that mindset, it's not going to set you up for a successful career in this field. I think you have to be aware of the abilities that you bring to the table and, and how, and if you can work with them, because we, you can't help everyone that comes to your door. There's going to be, a, you know, you're going to see roadblocks and whatnot that, that maybe you should be sending them to someone else. And to be very honest about that, will just build your credibility. Yeah. And that's where we often talk about in the Fertility Coach Academy, that building that fertility team for other people, right? And, and you're part of that team, which is so cool. Because when you see those positive pregnancy tests or ultrasound pictures, you feel like, yes, I was part of that, you know, that little one that's coming to this world now, which is really fun. Yeah. So how was the recovery from the cardiac arrest? Tell me about that. I mean, like, I don't even know what that would be like. I, I mean, do you 
are you in the hospital for weeks on end and you come out and you have a toddler at this point uh -huh. or you know like what is that what does life look like after that well i think the emotional part is something you know i recently read a quote that said if you're if you cry still when talking about it then you're still healing and mm -hmm. i i'm not someone that gets emotional but sometimes when i am talking about um what happened to me and all the what ifs that could have been um i do get emotional so i do know that i'm still healing from this of and course. That it will take time and that's okay um it's okay to ask for help if you need help externally um and i for me in particular you know um i feel that i used to question you know i'm someone that because again i coming off of basically infertility and then walking into this happening to me my body was what i felt like always in its best position it was healthy it is healthy mm -hmm. um i am i was mentally strong i was physically strong um a runner organic vitamins drink water i mean it, it don't do drugs and so i say to myself kind of instead of the why me say that this is me and the reason that i was able to have such a quick recovery and be able to come out of this now um you know a year later and be um, on one medication and almost getting off of that and going into more of a holistic approach on continued body learning and healing and what's going on inside of me is that I um, took such good care of myself. So instead of beating myself up as to why did this happen to me, I don't deserve this saying, well, thank God it happened to me because that's why I'm still here. Because if I didn't yeah. take such good care of myself, I might still be in a rehab or I might not have full memory capacity, or I might have some sort of physical disability that would have resulted from the, you know, the lack of oxygen and broken lungs and the things that occurred to me or being on a ventilator, the trauma that that does to you. Um, so I am very uh, blessed to say that I, you know, I have a defibrillator implanted and other than loving giving TSA agents a very hard time because I can make them work extra hard, um, it's just a part of me now uh, with just, you know, minor side effects that I feel with certain clothing and things like that, which believe it or not, there are people in the industry looking to fix that as far as like wow. sports bras and things like that to make it more comfortable for us. Um, but, uh, you know, it's... Um, I'm, I'm back out running again. I'm not going as far and as fast, but wow. yesterday I did six miles and I'm feeling it today, but oh I'm my God, good for you, Tess. Going and, Amazing. Um, you know, if anything, again, I, between the fertility coaching and learning more information as I was going through your academy. And then again, um, looking at myself and building myself up, um, you know, I've started seeing naturopathic, um, doctors and then them going, you know, well, why are you here? And me being, because I want to stay alive for my four-year-old son. Mm -hmm. And I want to see him graduate from grammar school. And then I want to see him graduate from high school. And then I want to dance with him if he chooses to get married. And I want to be there because there was a time where it was, I almost didn't see him graduate preschool. And I don't, and I couldn't imagine that would ever come out of my mouth. So the opportunity to take the very best care of myself and then implement that into my husband and my son, and then into my work and yeah. my friends and my family and people that see me out and about and to go instead of saying like, well, there must've been something she's not telling us or something that caused her to have infertility or caused her to have heart disease being that, you know what, this girl is damn strong. She is, you know, she's Heck taking yeah. 
challenges and she's turning these tragedies into triumphs. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Mental. And so, um, that's why I feel like I'm able to talk about it more and make these connections. It's, it's making me realize that I'm not invincible. Um, I am human and I'm also, I'm okay. Like, is this okay that this stuff happened? I'm still here. Yeah. And such an inspiration to so many for, I mean, just in the fact that you're running six miles and I cannot like walk 30 minutes around the block. So it's, uh, <laughs> if Tess can do it, I can do it. Um, that'll be my motivation to, to get back out there. <laughs> but no, I think that it's, it, it is just a, a symbol of strength, right? Of what we are capable of doing. And, and also a reminder. I mean, I know from to hear a woman, especially your age, what you look like, you know, when I say what you look like, because you look like a healthy, normal person, not like you would say, oh, she could probably lose some weight, or maybe she has something else going on. Um, I know for myself, I have a family of heart disease in my family, and we always just kind of think about for the guys. Yep. And mainly because all the deaths from heart disease were the men, but because we had a family of men mostly. Like my dad was, his grandparents had all brothers. He was one of a brother. Well, here I am one of four girls. Yeah. Guess what? My oldest sister is having some heart stuff right now, which kind of makes sense. I mean, yeah. genetically we come from that just because we're women doesn't mean that it's gonna you know, ignore us. No. So I think if anything, it's again, like fertility, bringing awareness to the situation of, we think that that doesn't touch women when in fact that could not be further from the truth from the statement that you made earlier when we first started. Yeah. So thank you again for showing up as such a strong, empowered woman in this space. Again, not only with fertility, but this heart awareness and just being that inspiration in so many ways to move forward and an author. I mean, gosh, if I, I want to be your neighbor and I want to hang out with you all the time and Aww. I'll watch you run around the <laughs> block probably. You know what, with the way that real estate is moving here in Carmel, I would love for you to be my neighbor. Yeah. Maybe we'll <laughs> check out there. Um, it will put it on the list We're we're checking to see if we can get out of California. So maybe, maybe we will anyway. Well, thanks so much for being here. Can we, can you tell us quickly how people can find you, Tess? Absolutely. I do have a website, which is my first and last name, TessCasso.com. And I am also, that is how you find me um, on Instagram and on Facebook. I um, use those all for business purposes only. So um, you see me promoting my, my, anything that I'm working on with always, you know, throwing in there, here, there, you know, a cat video or two, but it's all mm -hmm. for business purposes. And, um, I am that person that is fully aware of how hard it is again, for entrepreneurs and startups and mamapreneurs, solopreneurs, whatever you want to call it. So if you email me, I read it. If you send a message, I read it. When you put a bad or good Amazon review, I read it because mm -hmm. everything uh, that mm -hmm. I I take in from people, I, I process it and I try to figure out how to make my next move, either um, taking that into consideration or adjusting or going, you know what, that's not where I'm going to go. And thanks for your comment, but I'm still going forward with this. So um, please note that when you do follow or comment that you are really supporting someone and that whole, you know, an entrepreneur is a happy dance. I really do that every time I sell mm -hmm. something. <laughs> yeah. You are amazing. And I'm so honored again to be speaking with you today. So thanks for being here and we'll chat soon. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Follow up on Instagram at the Pretty Little Tribe or at Elizabeth King underscore coaching for updates, resources, and a community to connect with. If you are looking for extra support and tools to guide you along your TTC and parenting journey, visit elizabethking.com. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast everywhere you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Visit elizabethking.com backslash pretty little tribe podcast for more information on how to enter. Any review counts. I just appreciate your honest feedback so I can provide you with the best support possible in your TTC and parenthood journey. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.